So uh, now I'm working out in West Orlando, right? Okay. I saw the craziest shit the other day. So I'm driving on um, OBT, which right. is where a lot of the crazy shit happens. Yeah, um, West Orlando. Orange and Blossom Trail for you out-of-towners. So this... Don't go there. Dude, don't go there. <clears throat> um, Not even like the daytime. Don't <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so we're dri- I- I'm driving. Um, it's about three o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. maybe. And um, so there was an accident on OBT, uh, but we di- we couldn't see it uh, because like the cops were on their way to it. Mm-hmm. The cops were behind us, and you know the rule with cops. Cops yeah. come, they got the sirens on. Get you get the, the fuck out the way. Right. Yeah, everybody gets out of the way. Soon as the cop passes us, this guy in his Honda just just hmm. blows by everybody, right? And we're all like, I can see on everybody else's faces, like, what a fucking <laughs> what jerk the? off. Fuck this guy. Yeah. So uh, he takes off, but he can't get that far because the accident is right there. Right. So everybody has to slam on their brakes, including this guy. He's trying to maneuver around this truck. Mm-hmm. The truck is like, no, no, fuck sir. this guy. So the truck pulls in front of him. Mm-hmm. He mounts the fucking curb. The guy <laughs> in the Honda mounts the curb to try to get around the truck. We're we talking like a Honda Civic? Yes, a Honda Civic. Oh, yeah. So he jumps on the curb. It's probably one of my people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it like him. He gets around the truck. The truck's like, I'm not having that. Right. He goes gets on the curb too. And goes around him. Wow. And then finally, uh, the truck they've they've like figure eighted around each other a couple of times. <laughs> the truck is on the right side of the car. He finally pulls in front of him and slams on his brakes so that he can't go anywhere. They mm-hmm. almost hit each other. Yeah, we're all like, we're about Everybody's to have watching. another accident <laughs> in front of the accident that's yeah. happened. Um, and yeah, we're all watching. Mm-hmm. I I still had deliveries to make, so I couldn't watch it as much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I wanted to just sit there and just watch the whole thing play out. Guy in the Honda gets out of his car. The guys in the truck get uh, they open up the doors. He walks over. The guy in the Honda walks over to the driver's side mm-hmm. of the truck, and he starts to square up like he's gonna fight the guy. Uh-huh. Other guy gets out. He walks around the passenger side. Guy in the Honda jumps back in his <laughs> car. Lo and behold, there was an accident. There right. was cops that just drove right by us. Okay. Yeah. So the cop is like. 50 yards from this <laughs> happening so i pull i'm driving mm-hmm. and because i passed it because i'm like i still have a job to do but the cop is like i see the cop come around from behind the ambulance mm-hmm. and he's going hey hey <laughs> and i just i just pointing like like mm-hmm. get those fucking guys get those fucking guys yeah and he just takes off <laughs> running and i could just and i'm driving away and i just see in my rear view just this like little chunky cop like hey, the benny hill theme hey. starts <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's every day has been a fucking episode oh, out amazing. there, man. You gotta start filming this stuff. I know, I know. I've only filmed the cat because the <laughs> he's the most entertaining, it's a grungy, angry cat. Yeah, he's he's the he's the nicest cat though. Yeah, super super nice. He'll yeah. like I walk up and the guy's paying for the thing and he jumps on a, like some tools and shit <laughs> so he can reach my hand. Mm-hmm. This is a really nice cat. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just a lesson to everybody. If mm-hmm. you're going to be on OBT, fucking get out of there as quickly as possible and yeah. drive as safe as possible. Because right. even when you drive as safe as possible, it doesn't matter. People still do shit like, you know, Mr. Honda or uh, Mrs. Uh, Chevy Cruz who blasted me the other day. So you can only do so much. That's true. You can only, you can only do so much.
You don't. You can only be as defensive of a driver as possible before somebody's just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna ruin your week anyway." Especially in Florida, especially on OBT. Yeah. So it's the Bermuda Triangle of <clears throat> of uh, roads. Uh, this brew is brought to you by the Creature Comforts Brewing Company. It's in Athens, Georgia. This one's another brew brought to us by uh, uh, Maxim Deplug. He was supposed to be on this episode, mm-hmm. but he had to take care of some some stuff Did in Athens, Georgia. So we are going to drink these in his stead. He's had it before, and he says we're going to like it, so we're going to mm. find out. It's the Tropicalia IPA, 6.6 ABV. Like I said, from Creature Comforts. Uh, we're going to have a good time tonight, my man. Mm-hmm. This is the One Baron Podcast. All right. All right. Working overtime. <laughs> Workout. Clink. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that is good. Mm. That's right. This is the One Baron Podcast. Uh, the podcast where two dudes drink a brew and see where that one brew takes us. Mm-hmm. My name is Marco Dupa. My illustrious co-host is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? Uh, this is episode 204. Let's fucking get into it. Okay. Let's rock and roll. Let's do it. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking we, we, we check on some current events. I'm thinking we do, uh, brew news, news, brews, news and and brews, news and brews, brews, news, blues, clues, brews, news, like blues, clues, but brews, news. Mm, Okay. We'll have a theme for it. All right, yeah. We'll based around the Blues Clues theme. <laughs> <laughs> Just barks. <laughs> those were uh, chicken clucks. That was, those were chicken clucks. <laughs> I was just testing you. All right. First up, um, that thing you sent me about Killian Murphy. Mm-hmm. So, big Kill- fan. Big fan. Yes. Uh, Killian Murphy's fucking awesome. He's great. He's like dope in every fucking thing that he does. Uh, he is one of the many actors rumored to be the new James Bond. As much as we can legally hum. Right. So you may be thinking to yourself, that's a strange choice, Killian Murphy. And to that I say, I agree. Killian Murphy is a strange choice. He's a he's a striking looking man. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not a not a traditional. Uh, 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 I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this. Not traditionally handsome, I'd say. Yeah, um, he is a handsome man. I'll give him definitely. That. But he he has a look about him, uh, sort of in the same way that um, uh, Benderback Cumbersnatches. <laughs> Benderback Cumbersnatches. Um, I think it's I think it's also his stature. He's a little dude. Yeah, but he does, on screen he doesn't look it. He looks lanky. 
Lanky, that's what I mean. I don't mean he's yeah. short. Okay. I just mean he's a smaller person. He's thin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody he, has been, every Bond has been like, they just seem larger than life. And yeah. then like, you know, Daniel Craig is literally larger than life. Mm-hmm. Like that dude's a massive, like solid marble. Yeah. Especially chiseled. at his age. Yeah. Round of applause. But I will say this. Uh, Daniel Craig is not traditionally handsome either. No, he's not. And he's not even traditionally bond like no. if you if you look at him. Yeah. You know, kind of the the blondish hair and I don't know. He just it doesn't seem he seems a little rough for being bond, but yeah. he made that work. Yeah. So And I mean it would uh if you get a guy like Killian Murphy, it would um it'd get us another guy who's not actually British. Right. Playing he's a, a British yeah. guy. He's Irish. Yeah. You couldn't tell by the name. <laughs> yeah. He can he can nail a British accent though. Uh, yeah. English oh, accent. Oh, it's, it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. good for sure. I mean, sure. I thought he was British for a really. Actually, I thought he was American first. <laughs> Sucker, because um, I didn't know his name was Killian Murphy. Right. And I th- what was the first thing? I, I think it was probably Batman's first mm-hmm. thing I saw him in. And that's what I assume. Yeah. I mean, I, he, I, I saw him first in uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. He was in that. I don't. I no. think I saw Batman first, and then I had to go back mm-hmm. and watch Twenty Eight mm-hmm. Days Later. Um. And he's, I mean, he really, really nails an American accent. Yeah. Some of some 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 English people, some people from the UK, like they just oh, it's awful. Yeah, over and over enunciating. Yeah. It's it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny how much shit American actors get for trying to pull off a British accent, yeah. which is obviously well harder. We, uh, but to be fair, we do it way worse. Yes, for sure, way worse. Yeah, and there's a number of. Um, English actors who can pull off an American mm-hmm. accent pretty fucking easily. Yeah. So yeah. the number, yeah, mm-hmm. the ratio is is way off for right. sure. Now, but, my, my my theory here, go ahead. If I may interject, please. Um, is that a lot of Brits grew up watching American TV and movies? Yeah. So they've had time to be exposed to the American accent. Well, that's what they say. Right. And they then, watch a lot of it. Whereas the other <laughs> way around, you know, a lot of kids didn't grow up with BBC. Yeah, get that British shit out of our faces. <laughs> okay. Um, we want to stay ignorant. Aggressive. Um, we'll stay ignorant. But yeah, so that we have less of a, an exposure to real English accents. Yeah. So that's why it's it's kind of harder for us. We haven't grown up around that, yeah. that sound. We probably have heard more people doing bad English impressions than actual, actual English, English yeah. accents. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. So, I get it. I get it. But still, let's give credit where credit is due. Killing Murphy's is really good. Yeah. Idris Alba's from, not very good. No. no, 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 no. I don't know why we dog on him all the time. But it's like it's, the prime it's not, example. It's not good. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It's not, it's not a good accent. You know, I, I, you know, I thought, <clears throat> excuse me, I thought Natalie Portman was English mm. because of how well she did in V for Vendetta. I thought... For sure, she was British. Yeah, and that she was putting on an American accent in her other movies. Mm. Even, I was wrong. You, well, I mean, you grew up, I'm sure, watching episode one, mm-hmm. two, three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I will say that I, I, I knew, but kind of did. Like, I had this idea of like uh, that's definitely her, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't know for sure until like I got older. Yeah. And realize who it was. I didn't realize how young she was in in those Star Wars movies. Yeah. Well, yeah. how young is she? She was like, I think she started when she was like seventeen or something. Yeah. Well, she's been she's been in the biz for a while. Yeah. Well, since uh, Leon the Professional. Yeah, and I guess having seen that movie, I should have just known. But <laughs> that kid's again, really good at accents. Yeah, who fucking knows, man? Who fucking yeah. knows? I mean, I thought 
when I was younger, I thought, um, well, first I thought Lindsay Lohan had an actual twin in the parent <laughs> trap. Um, and then, oh, they tricked you. Got bamboozled. <laughs> I got bamboozled for sure. There was somebody posted on, on Twitter about that. And there was people who, who were like, it took me years to find out that she didn't have a twin. <laughs> and I was like, for real, man, years, years, really? years. You weren't like you weren't wondering where the other twin was when one of them was like blowing up. When one <laughs> of them was all over the place. You weren't wor- wondering about the sister. Yeah, like they just murdered her so that Lindsay would so be more powerful. Live. Yeah, <laughs> just collects her twin power. Yeah, she just that's how it works. It. Yeah, but okay, Killian Murphy. Right. So, um, what's the source on this? Who's 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 saying that like he's in the running for it? Well, this is a an article from Esquire. Um, Esquire. However, they're claiming this based on um, UK bet makers. Mm. So interesting. Uh, apparently, you know, in the UK, there's a very large uh, gambling uh, culture <clears throat> there. So they kind of they gamble over everything. Yeah, everything. So that includes who's going to be the next Bond. Um, and that's why they say in this article, uh, take this with a large grain of salt. Yeah. Because this is all speculation. Um, a very large grain of salt. A large, large, large. Um, I'm not sure where where these sources come from that put people more or less in contention. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with, um, I don't know, like outside uh, perspectives on it. Like if... For instance, they they talk in this article about uh, Idris Elba being in in the running for it because he was you know talked about being an alternative Bond, you know the first black Bond. Yeah. Um, since since it came up, he's apparently his rank has gone down a bit because he actually in in an interview uh, said he doesn't want to play Bond. Oh. So I mean that could just be him saying that, but not really meaning foolish. It. Um. And his his reasonings, I guess, makes sense. It basically says it's such a big franchise that once you're Bond, you're Bond for a long time. Um, and he doesn't really want to be committed to a single character that long. Mm. So. Except for when he did three seasons of a TV show. He, that, that's still going on. <laughs> They're going to go back and make more Luther, I'm sure. Oh, no, I was talking about Stringer Bell. But, yeah, you're right, oh. Luther. Yeah. Two. Yeah. True, true, true. Yeah, I but yeah, know. that was like that's five seasons Almost strong. Forgot about, uh, but I guess I guess with um, with Luther, I mean, he's only committed for like what six months. It's basically probably a movie. less than that. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's basically just filming a. But then again, fucking Bond is just filming a movie. That's true. I think he means more of like once you're Bond, you you are that franchise. Yeah, you know, stuck you, with you, it. you are st- you are stuck with it. I mean. Uh, Oh, how terrible that he's stuck with being what, James what a Bond. fucking burden. Right. But, you know, I, I get what he's saying. As, as a working actor, he wants more variety. He doesn't want to be stuck as just being James Bond for well, the yeah. next 10, 15 years. Yeah, but we're not talking about, like, an up-and-coming actor who nails this role. Right. We're talking about Idris. I mean, he's a A-list star in his own right yeah. already, and mm-hmm. he would just be attached to this thing after the fact. Right. After many star-making turns... Yeah. Good movies, bad movies, everything in between. I mean, yeah. it just got killed out of the Marvel franchise, but... Spoilers. Eh, fuck it. If you <laughs> haven't seen fucking Infinity War, that's your fault. That's true. Like, if you even get... If you give a shit about the Marvel Universe and you haven't seen Infinity War, fuck you. Yeah, it's not... Yeah. You, you should be doing better. Yeah. Um. Well, 
the other two names that were in contention that were just because we should say uh, Killian Murphy is the number one yeah. as far as the the bet makers are are calling it. Yeah. Um, number two and three are Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. And Richard Madden, Richard who was Madden. Uh, Rob Stark. Rob Stark. What? Rob in Stark. what? In Game of Thrones. Rob Stark. Oh, I like that dude. Yeah, he's good. Oh, that's dope. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, cool, cool, He's a cool. bit younger too, so I think that that'd be interesting. You know? Yeah, yeah. Give give the franchise some When you legs. said Rob Stark, I thought, Tony Stark's dad? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Marvel. Yeah. But no, okay, cool. Tony Stark's dad is Howard Stark. I know that. Yeah, you do. You <clears throat> nerd. Uh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Tom I Hiddleston, think... he's been in the running for a while. Right. He could obviously nail it. He's great. You know who I just who just popped into my head who I think would be super dope. Mm. I mean, obviously, it'd be going like in a, <clears throat> a way different direction with this. Right. It's kind of with what he's done recently, it probably wouldn't work. R. Kelly, <laughs> the Pod Piper, mm. the Pod Piper, um, Taron Egghart. Yeah, Edgerton, Egg Egherton, Egherton, Egherhart, Egherhartton, Lion Lionheart. Lionhearteton, mm-hmm. you guys don't know who I'm talking about. You may. Um, <laughs> he's playing Elton John. He he was uh, the star of um, uh, uh, Kingsman. Kingsman, right. yes, which is a similar movie, which right. is obviously like a play on Bond mm-hmm. and and sixty spy films. Yeah, right. but I mean, if you, I mean, I guess the the role would be kind of similar. Yeah, but. Um, I don't know. I think he would be a good choice. He would if people I, could if people could wash that out of their right. heads. I, I would say in another in another universe that that would be good. Yeah. But the fact or, that or a couple more years from now. Yeah, but there's already plans for more Kingsman and stuff. I mm. guess he could abandon the franchise at this point if you really want to. I but, would. Uh, yeah. I mean, Kingsman's awesome, but to be Bond. Of course, of course. I mean, that's that. That is what he's he's playing like a junior version of basically in Kingsman. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I don't I don't think it would work as things stand. Yeah, given that similarity, yeah. but eh, I, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, they'll probably go in like a completely different direction. Get like an unknown, um, maybe. Yeah. Probably. I mean that that'd be risky. Yeah. With what they've well, done with the franchise so far, you know, um, a lot of the bonds before they were bond weren't super well known yeah you know, like uh, they were known actors but they weren't like stars necessarily well i think that's why picking that the dude who played rob stark what was mm-hmm. his name richard something uh you look that up but yeah picking him i think would be a good choice for that very reason. richard madden richard madden mm-hmm. um being somebody who doesn't have a huge role yeah i think he would be the most traditional pick because you know, even Todd, or Tom Todd. Hiddleston, Todd, Todd Himmelston, Todd Biddleston, um, that's his brother, his twin that he mm-hmm. killed, sucked his soul. That's um, why he's so powerful, right? So uh, I think both he uh, and basically everyone else in contention right now are are a bit too high profile. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I guess Killian Murphy isn't like a huge star, but. He's well known enough. Yeah, I think he's well known. I mean, he's probably he, he has to be definitely uh, well known overseas, like way more well known overseas. Oh yeah, I mean, Peaky Blinders is huge. And, yeah, I mean, we love it over here too. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I don't know if he's like a fucking A-list star. I don't think so. I think I mean, he's just below that. He's but like, I mean, he's more of a character actor anyway. He's right. never been like the leading man in anything. Nothing big. Which is why it's like it's kind of hard. I mean, I mean, what has he ever been the leading man in? Any, in Twenty days later. I mean, he's not the leading man though. He's like, you know, what I'm saying like, yeah, not a leading man role. Right. No George Clooney, Brad Pitt type role. He's yeah. not a leading man. He's like, he was the star of the movie, but yeah, because he was the only fucking guy in the movie basically mm-hmm. until like the end. But there's not like <laughs> he's not the anchor of the movie. You're saying? I'm I'm saying the, like, the biggest thing I would say right now is Peaky Blinders. Yeah, he's he is the core of that show. But but, but even that, like, it's an ensemble show, right? I mean, you've got Tom fucking Hardy, right? And by the way, what about Tom fucking Hardy? <laughs> Come Speaking on. of Tom fucking Hardy, yeah. I think the only drawback is I think he's like super short. Mm-hmm. I guess that would be the mm-hmm. only thing that you know he is he is uh, astoundingly short. Yeah, yeah, you'd never guess, but that's I mean, fuck that short kings for the win, son. <laughs> Get Tom fucking Hardy in that yeah, shit. Yeah, Tom Hardy would. Yeah, oh, he would crush he'd be great. it. Yeah. He would crush it. Yeah, crush. crush. <laughs> but anyway, that's just you know, that's like Vegas odds here, where yeah. they just speculate on shit. Yeah, yeah, no, it's exactly what it is. So obviously, very large grain of salt. But you know, I'm sure that the people who are casting the movie uh, are paying attention. Yeah, they're definitely. We definitely at that. have. A few years before this is even a reality, too. So keep yeah. that in mind. Well, yeah, because they have to make at least one more with. Uh, They're making it now, yeah. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I think that's in production. That. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, so we have we have some time. All right. <clears throat> Back to the news. You know we couldn't escape talking about the Pied Piper himself, Mister. Mm. Mr. Robert Kelly. Uh, I already invoked his name. We have to. Mm-hmm. You did bring it up, so we have to talk about it. He was actually arrested last or tonight. Uh, he was taken into custody Wednesday after he was in court for a hearing over unpaid child support. Mm-hmm. So he's back in police custody right. after some. I would be fucking pissed if um if I was the person who put up $100,000 to bail his dumb ass out just for him to go right back to prison. That's your dumb ass fault. Yeah, I mean, but I'd still be <laughs> fucking pissed. Are you fu- like, you didn't know that you had this court hearing coming up, you dickhead? Oh, you don't have uh, 100000 more dollars? You fucking asshole. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's a piece of garbage. So, this Allegedly. is... This is in the long line of things that are pretty much well known and that are coming to light because we love sensationalism mm-hmm. we love controversy and we love documentaries yeah and we love to see a star fall mm-hmm. and so i think a year ago surviving r kelly came out no it wasn't that long ago it was only like a couple months ago are you sure yeah yeah, you might be right. I'm positive. Yeah, I'm, that was that was I'm only. Bad with, I'm bad with dates. <laughs> that was only so. like a month or two ago, Let's if see. that. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Came out in January. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So it's got a 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, people <laughs> ate shit. that up. Oh yeah, they did. Uh, so this docu- this documentary comes out, blows up. It's all over the place and. For some reason, people acted like they didn't know that R. Kelly was a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Why? <clears throat> and so after this, the uh, 
they call it a watershed moment. All right. Where shit just came crumbling down for Mr. Kelly. That's not water, by the way. In that watershed moment. <laughs> it's pee. It's pee pee. It's pee pee. Mm-hmm. It's a pee pee shed moment. Ugh. The pee pee shed moment <laughs> after. Which is located in his basement, by the way. <laughs> where there's like six other girls. The pee pee shed. The pee pee shed. Uh, the, this pee pee shed moment. It 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 uh it brought along with it a lot of consequences. His past collaborators all denounced him. Right. He was dropped by his record label. He was a lot of his stuff has been taken off mm-hmm. of um, streaming services. A lot of gigs were canceled. Of course, a lot of gigs were canceled. A lot of his collaborators were like, "Don't associate me with anything that he's done. Mm-hmm. Things that he has written for people." And um, by the way, he's a prolific songwriter so that's yeah. a lot of songs in other words the money went uh-huh <clears throat> the well went the peepee shed went dry mm. i hate it when that happens <laughs> mm-hmm. and if you thought that that was the only thing that was coming down on mr kelly you're wrong he was charged with 10 counts of aggravated assault and what else did they get this dude foe they got him for everything it was all on his motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Ten counts of aggra- aggravated sexual abuse. Yeesh. That's what he got. That's this. And he pled not guilty, of mm-hmm. course. He has maintained his innocence throughout this entire affair. So after he posts bail, he goes on, and I mean, this is just a... I mean, if you're his publicist or his handler, you let this happen. Yeah. They were in be. the room. Yeah, they were in the room. They were, they were watching the this go down. You should be fucking ashamed of yourself. You should be out of a fucking job. I don't know how R. Kelly's even paying for it, but <laughs> you should be out of a fucking job. So he goes on CBS this morning with Gail King. And Gail, she goes <laughs> after him. Yeah. She goes after him. Now, okay, so today we are we, we record the podcast on Wednesdays. Goes up on Thursdays. As of airing, we haven't gotten the full episodes yet. Yeah. It's just been... Well, the entire interview, they said it was like 80 minutes, 90 minutes long or something like that. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Him screaming about his innocence. Yeah, having a tantrum. Yeah. In. Dude. So I'm I'm guessing you watched the oh, clip yeah. of him losing oh, yeah. it. Oh, man. It's just... I couldn't even... I'm watching it, and I like most of the internet was stone-faced for most of it, oh. and then <laughs> laughing for the rest of it. Because it's just... it. It's so hard to... He's a person who has been, I mean, oh man, it's, it's, it's one of those, okay, so there's video of him, multiple videos of him now, there's like three or four videos now Mm -hmm. that have been sent to lawyers that, that, um, one of them, I think CNN, somebody from CNN actually has seen, and they were like, that's definitely fucking R. Kelly. Right. Um, so there's like evidence of it. Yeah. You know, he's been charged. Uh, I don't know when he's going to go on trial. But then you go on and you do this interview. And, like, his intent, I guess, was to garner sympathy and get people to be like, look how passionate he is. Mm-hmm. Look at him. He's 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 screaming and apologizing. <laughs> there's no way. There's no there's, way he could have done there's this. There's no way he could have done it. As he screams at a woman. Just screams at her and then. Then his publicist comes from off camera and he's like, okay, we made a mistake. <laughs> Time to go to work. Yeah, I mean, it's just, um, man, where are we right now in the world? It's crazy. In society. 
where this is, I mean, God damn. I mean, when you watch it, do, do you do you get any empathy or sympathy? No, for no, I don't. I don't at all because everything he says sounds like bullshit. Yeah, it does. And then not only that, but like, you don't have to be a detective to see how quick he is to anger. Mm-hmm. And second, like, and mind you, devil's advocate. If somebody was accusing me of something I didn't do, I'd be mad too. Yeah. But the way that he explodes theatrically. And then once Gail calmed or gets he gets calmed down and Gail continues to calmly ask him questions, he suddenly switches back into, oh, well, I didn't I didn't do that. <laughs> like going from like this sobbing mess that's screaming and passionate about this stuff. And then suddenly back to, well, no, I didn't, you know, I didn't say that. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like logical immediately. Yeah. Which is like, oh, oh, you're crazy and oh, a liar. Oh, you're a real psycho. Right. Psycho, psycho. Right. <clears throat> like, uh, there's just there's a level of of a, a disconnect yeah. with him where it's like you can tell he's been so removed from real life for so long that he doesn't get that we see through whatever theatrics he's trying to pull on us right now. Yeah. Like nobody. Like I'm sure there are some people that believe him still. You know, he got bailed out. So, yeah. Yeah, there's there's at least some people. For sure. Well, you know, I mean, even with the first trial, the only reason that he was acquitted was because his lawyers were able to to argue successfully that you couldn't say without a shadow of a doubt Mm -hmm. that that was him in the video because he's wearing a mask. Right. So, the jury, they couldn't. Mm Mm-hmm. They couldn't, without a shadow of a doubt, right. say that that Beyond was definitely doubt. him. Right. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're innocent. No, that means that you, means you they beat a couldn't case. prove it. They couldn't prove you guilty. Right. That does not mean that you are innocent. Mm-hmm. Which, in I believe, in this interview, he says multiple times that he beat the case. Mm-hmm. So that you know, like, it's like you didn't the, though. the phrasing of that alone. Not saying like I was pr- I was innocent. Yeah. In this. In this entire thing, he says, "No, nah, I beat the case." Right. So. Right. Exactly. Therefore, yeah. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, he wasn't proven innocent. He won. He he beat the right. case. Your yeah. lawyers won that for you. Yeah, Good job. they lawyered the shit out of that for you. And then they made now with Jay Z. What you should have done was just <laughs> just disappear, my man. Right. Just yeah. Disappear. Yeah. Settle down somewhere. Settle down. Well, I will say this. I mean, after I think it was in two thousand two thousand. I don't know what year it was, his mm-hmm. first trial, when he was proven innocent. Or not proven innocent. We just covered that. <laughs> Beat the case. Listen to yourself, man. He did have a pretty successful run of albums Yeah, after that. Bit like of a he, comeback. Yeah, after that, he came back with, like, um, Step in the Name of Love and, like, mm-hmm. some of the biggest hits of his career. Yeah. So... Man, what... I mean, that wild? Yeah. Isn't that wild? To look at in perspective, especially, it's like, what... What? That's crazy. What? I mean, like, we're going to talk about this, probably. You can feel <laughs> it coming. But Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. after he's after he was accused the first time, which I think was 93, mm-hmm. was the first time he was accused of something. Right. I mean, my man never recovered. No, ever. no, no. He, not to it, the, from, not, from then on, he was looked at as a freak. Yeah. People always made fun <clears throat> of him, made jokes about it. And he, he'd come out with stuff, I mean, Dangerous, came out in 94. Five, so he was still 
mildly successful by his standards because that's that record still sold like seven million right <clears throat> but i mean we're oh, talking about yeah. a guy who sold like a hundred million if records. you if you look at pre that moment versus post that moment yeah. like uh, it's, no, it's, it's, it's yeah. day and night right just kind of tells you how successful he was before that like his run in the 80s oh my goodness just unmatched it was unhuman how successful he was in the right. 80s which i guess make oh it's a man so powerful too right you know right it's an icon but to the R. Kelly thing, I mean, it's it's wild. It's wild that we're here. It's wild. It, it blew my mind when the documentary came out and all these people were like, oh, my God, he's a monster. And it's like, well, we knew this. <laughs> we knew this. You all knew this. Right, right. I mean, all of that... your collaborators, all of the people that he wrote songs for who are denouncing him now, mm-hmm. the Lady Gagas and all this shit, like, you knew this. Right. It, I, you know, it was it was a convenient cop-out that he was able to beat that case. Yeah. Because then people could look at that and go, see, he's not a bad guy. Yeah. Legally. Because you, you, want, you, want you want that songwriting, man. There's yeah. nothing. There, there, look, there, you can't take away. The fact of the matter is R. Kelly is an incredible songwriter mm-hmm. in Incredible. The guy just oozes melodies and yeah. pee on his victims. Yes. And Ugh, oozing pee. E- oozing, oozing Ugh. pee. Like it's just dribbling, Ugh. dribbling from him. Ugh. Dribbling thick. from his thick, frothy. <laughs> God. I mean, you can't take that fact away from him. And these stars, they 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 chose to ignore you know what was right there in their face? Well, we all did. Yeah. We all did. Yeah. Everyone who in, embraced his albums and his music after that and bought his records and everything else, you know, we're all kind of culpable to mm-hmm. that to some degree. Yeah. Truth come to the light, though. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he he's screaming about, I gave you 30 years of my career. Okay. Yeah. And now you're going to give 30 years to the system, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you did some shit. Yeah, you did this. Don't fucking throw this in our face. Like right. like we did this to you. You did this. Mm-hmm. You got people locked in a basement. Okay? <laughs> we didn't lock them up. You did. You did. Mm-hmm. You know that was saying? you. That was you, dog. But apparently um um I think uh, either Gail King or somebody is going to interview two girls who are living with him right now who are who will ex- exonerate him as far as wow. like publicly. Like, why? why? He's a cult leader. Well, He's got them brainwashed. Like, why? Why would anyone give that the time of day? Like, I mean, to be fair, I guess fair journalism, I suppose. But if you look at the facts of the case, like, okay, these two chicks. But are... I, but I I think that's on I think that's on Gail King or whoever interviews them mm-hmm. to be a responsible journalist and responsible right. interviewer to. Get all kind of get to the, the story. Not just that, but if if they're gonna have them on TV, because you're right, it does kind of give um, it gives them a platform to, you know, uh, espouse his innocence, right? In the light of like all these facts, mm-hmm. then it's on the interviewer to be responsible enough to say, okay, their, uh, put them to task, exactly. Right. Hold their feet to the fire and go. Right. All right. Well, why? Fact Tell check. me why. Give Fact me, check. yeah, and then and then present them with the facts that we have, mm-hmm. and and see how they answer. Like you know, be responsible. Yeah. Don't well, let that, them off the hook. Don't softball it. That was the best thing of her interview to me was her repeatedly saying, "So 
all of these people are lying. Yeah. She didn't let him off the hook, man. I give her that. All 10 or what? It was 10 people, right? Was it 10, 10 accusers, something like that. Yeah. Well, it's 10, 10 counts. So it's probably, yeah, 10 different accusers. Something like that. Uh, close to 10, if not 10 exactly. But well, it's definitely more than that. Yeah. So the people who are accusing him, like in court, legally, right yeah. now, um, she's like, you know, these people don't know each other. So uh, logically, because he got he went off on this tangent about you know why don't you use logic? Yeah, use your common sense. Use your common sense. Uh, sure, sure, yeah, okay, good idea. Yeah, let's if, use it. If ten people are accusing you of the same or similar activities, who don't know each other, wouldn't it make sense that maybe that corroborates the story a bit? Good, potentially. Good. But his his side of it is that through social media they've gotten together to get their story straight and uh, try to take everything away from him. I mean, I guess they that's true too. That and not true, but that could happen too. <laughs> sure, yeah, that's, it's, it's not that's outside the realm of possibility, po- especially with where we are now. That's why it's going to be a court case, right? Yeah, I mean, there's probably like a forum somewhere on Reddit or something. Mm-hmm. You know, there's. Definitely ways to oh, go there, about there's, that. Oh, there's there's a digital paper trail if that's what happened. You yeah, know? like true. That will come to light if that's true. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, but uh, I'd say using your using your noggin, putting on your thinking cap, doesn't seem very uh, logical. Uh, who knows? You never know though. Who so. knows? Yeah, you don't. We never know. <sighs> we never know. So I guess we'll just have to wait on that one. Mm-hmm. These court things, they, they just get, they just, they take so, forever. Yeah. They're so drawn out. Right. It's just so weird. Just present the evidence. Let the jury decide. Chop their head off. That's all exactly. you got to do. Just That's chop it. it off. That's it. It doesn't, it's over. France only got one thing right. Pie, pipe of R&B. Besides croissants. Yeah. Yeah. Croissants are pretty good. Yeah. Croissants are good. Mm-hmm. I had one this morning. Oh, wow. Look at you. I know. What a fancy boy! Nah, I gotta gotta stop. Stop eating croissants with the flaky buttery bread. Why? Not, I mean, just as often as I do. How how often do you have croissants? I mean, pretty often, man. Wow, I didn't. I had no idea. About I mean, this. I go like when I'm, you know, if I if if I'm pressed for time, yeah, I'll just hit Dunkin' Donuts. Do you just get a croissant? Yeah, I just get the well, I get the croissant sandwich. Okay, they have a slamming croissant sandwich. Yeah, I was gonna say just a, a plain croissant's fine, but if you're having no, it for no, breakfast, no, you gotta sandwich. get the sandwich. I yeah. think uh, I I think Dunkin' Donuts has like the best breakfast croissant sandwich. Like it blows Burger King out of the water. It's not even a fucking. Competition. I wasn't even aware of the Burger King croissant. Burger King has sandwich. one. It's the croissantwich. Well, of course it is. It is the croissantwich. I'm pretty sure Wawa has one. Yeah, too. Wawa has one yeah. better than Wawa. Wow, better than you. I mean, when when you get somebody who actually makes it right, you get that fucking chipotle bacon on it. Oof, Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a thing of beauty. It's a thing of fast food beauty. Because obviously, yeah. not that good. No. But I remember when we talked about coffee on this podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, I was shamed into not liking Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I brought it to social media, and there was a lot of people who were like, "That's eh, fine." Yeah. Like if you're gonna go to a fast food place, you go to Dunkin'. That's the best fast, fast food, food coffee. Yeah, uh, you. I mean, it's definitely better than McDonald's. Yeah, one hundred percent for sure. I mean, McDonald's is ugh. McDonald's is trash. That's awful. Trash coffee. It's yeah. so bad. It's not good at all. Ugh. It's Christ very, very not good. I would only have it as a last resort. Yeah, I mean, honestly, 
if that was the only thing that I could get, I'd probably just stay groggy. I'd just stay tired. <laughs> it was like, fuck it, I'm going to sit in this funk. Never. I have a chemical dependence. I yeah, need that. That's, yeah, that's different. I need that. I've gone like... I've gone a long time without like I I, I honestly drink coffee for the pleasure of it and not because I need it. Well, you keep it that way. Yeah, I, uh, no, I try to. I went I went cold turkey off coffee one time for a month. Yeah, and it didn't work out so well. Oh God, was, I thought I was dying. Yeah, you you were miserable. You I had was headaches awful. all the time. Yep. Yeah, I felt like a heroin addict. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. How many? How much coffee do you drink while you're working? <sighs> On a normal day, uh, three cups. Three, three cups, cups a day. Yeah. Uh, normally I have one in the, at the very start of my day and then I have one about mid morning yeah. around 10 and then I have one after lunch mm. and that keeps me going. Yeah. Every once in a while I'll have a little less every once in a while I'll have a little more. Um, occasionally I do the, the, the red eye, which is the coffee with the shot of espresso in it. Oh yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that gives me a nice little boost. I remember when I was working with Jason sometimes like if we worked for like a really Spanish person, mm-hmm. they'd be like, "You want you want Cafecito. a coffee?" coffee? Mm-hmm. And they would give us cafe with the espresso shot, mm-hmm. and it was just like so one guy one one guy just made pure espresso. He's like, "I have free espresso." Mm-hmm. He's he made himself one, put it in these tiny little cups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was awesome. Yeah, espresso, dude. I I couldn't. I can't do it. Why I can't not? Because it it, it's delicious. Yeah. It works. Yeah. It works too well. Well, it's, it's it's like a shot. I was like sweating. Yeah. And like I was just like, let's do this. Let's <laughs> fucking do this. And I was like drinking more water. I uh-huh. mean, it's diuretic, so. Yeah, of course. You know. But yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah. I, yeah that, too much. There was too one much. time I um, I was I was an intern at a, a local advertising agency at the time. And the night before, I got shithouse drunk. Yeah. And, you know, the next morning I had to come in to, to do my internship bright and early. And I got there and I was like, I feel awful. <laughs> and it was actually a day that we were at a recording studio. We had to go to a recording studio to get a, a script read. Yeah. Uh, they were recording out of California and we were hearing them like live record. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt awful the entire time because uh, I'm a huge idiot. And then... Uh, during around lunchtime, they're like, hey, do you want to run and grab some coffee for everybody? There's a nice, like, little cafe down, the like, Cuban cafe downstairs to get some get some coffees. So I said, okay. And I went down. I got everybody's stuff. And they gave us the coffee in, like, the very small cups, very small styrofoam <clears throat> cups. Yeah. And it's because it was the, you know, strong Cuban coffee. So that's all you need. I threw that baby back like a shot. Uh-huh. And then, like, I felt like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction after that <laughs> and like instant just like instant heart palpitations and like my hands were shaking and I got really sweaty yeah I'm like this is fine it's like it, it was like it's like being on stilts yeah. for a few hours because I'm like this is gonna help me throughout to get through this but afterwards I know I'm gonna feel like trash yeah and it did it helped but that's the funny thing about it is like it does help oh yeah you know it does put you in that place where you're like I'm gonna be effective now right uh, but only for a little while. Yep. Only for a little while. I've had, I've had moments where like, I'll drink a coffee and I'll go right back to sleep. Yeah. Like it doesn't. Well, I get, you know, the thing is I, uh, culturally for Sunday dinner, at least for my family, mm. uh, it's tradition to have coffee after dinner. And a lot of people say that's weird, but 
that's just a, a norm. Yeah. So I'm yeah. I'm able to have coffee basically at any point and be okay. I'm not gonna be jittery unless I have like coffee with espresso or a couple cups of coffee, like back to back, you know? Mm-hmm. It takes that for me to get like uh shaky, you know? Yeah. One cup of coffee, nah, it's fine. I I can have that <clears> like tea. It's not a big deal. So Yeah. I only I only have the one cup mostly mm. now at this point. Yeah. Uh when I'm making it for myself, I tend to do two. Yeah. Which I'm sure everybody needs to know about on the internet. So <laughs> we should probably move on from coffee. <laughs> well, this is entertaining for me. How do you like your coffee? Mm-hmm. Write in at one beer in at gmail.com. I want to know how everybody takes it. Mm-hmm. Right in the pooper. Ugh. You beat me to it, honestly. <laughs> I was going to say in the butt. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's R. Kelly. Uh, rough transition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> R. Kelly peeing on people. Probably because he had too much coffee. He had to, like, he couldn't it's make it diuretic. to the bathroom. Yeah. And he was just like, fuck it. I'm going to pee right here. Sure. Could do be. you think, do you think, do you think that you Sometimes. could ever, <laughs> do you think that you could ever be into that? No. No. Think I'm... about it. Think about it. Take a second. Don't just answer. Okay. Take a second. All right. We're talking about. <clears throat> We're talking about a fucking 11 out of 10 mm-hmm. smoke show. Sure. We're talking We're talking Holly Berry. We're talking Kate Beckinsale. Mm-hmm. We're talking Beyonce. Okay. And you're going at it. Yeah. And she's into it. You're into it. It's amazing. Okay. And then she's like, I got to pee. But instead of going... <laughs> Well, my mouth's a toilet, so ah. Uh... She just stands over you. <laughs> Damn it! You're just laying there, and instead of goes, she just stands over you. <laughs> just it's a bit warm in here, isn't it? Warm liquid oh, hits your on chest. your chest, right and in your chest. Like, what the fuck, dude? How do you react? L- like you just did. You kick out Beyonce. I would I would spring up like a sleeping dog that was just kicked. <laughs> and I would say, "Ma'am, thank you. However, the bed's ruined." So, I got to be honest, ma'am. Let's jump in the shower. I'd let her finish. Ugh. And then I would finish. And then I'd be like, "You know what? We have to talk about what just transpired." <laughs> okay, so so honestly, you you could you could finish this 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 situation covered in pee. Yeah. What if it's smelly? What if she just had asparagus? I don't care. I you know what, man? You're Look, wet and warm. Listen, I'm not into it. I'm not into it uh-huh. at all. Okay. okay. Well, I mean, it, it's fine if you are. I'm not trying I'm not, to judge. I'm just I'm saying not, it's not for me. I'm not into it. Okay. But if a fucking like a brick house, right. like Beyonce. Yeah. You know, just if she asks me, like, hey, do you mind if I pee on your chest? I'd be like, yeah, I kind of mind. Uh-huh. Uh, we're not going to do that. Oh, that's, the bathroom. That's, that's consent, baby. Right. <laughs> but if she doesn't give me any any choice, she just stands you over me. You were assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> she just sexually assaults me. Right. Uh, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna let that happen. Right. I'm not gonna like ruin the moment, uh-huh. you know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I mean, if she asked me like, "How'd you like that?" I'd be like, "Dude, not I kind of wasn't into it." <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I'm not into it. 
Um, but you know, it's, you know, cool that you felt free enough to do that. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, yeah, I appreciate the, uh, the thought that you were like, I'm comfortable enough with this dude to like pee on his chest or whatever. Now I will say I would, I'd punch that bitch right in her fucking asshole if she tried to shit on me. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. Okay. Couldn't do that. Liquid's one thing. I mean like, you know, whatever. It's just pee. Whatever. Mm. Whatever. What for those diarrhea? Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Please. All right. Please get us out of here. Okay. 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 <laughs> Into better topics like, like Michael Jackson. Oh, God. Even better. Even Can I grab you another better. beer? Yes. I'm going to need one. Okay. I'm going to need one. Oh. Let me just give you guys a little backstory before uh, we get into this. Give you a little bit of context. If you don't know me personally... If you just listen to the podcast, you just stumbled on the podcast, you just stumbled on this episode, or maybe you do know me personally, but you don't know me like know me like that, like that. I've been a fan of Michael Jackson longer than I can remember even listening to music. My earliest memories are of Bob Marley and Michael Jackson when it comes to music. It's like Bob Marley, Michael Jackson, and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Great collab album, by the way. <clears throat> the Bob Marley, Michael Jackson yeah. album. Uh, it's, it's like the only thing that I can, when I think back on my childhood, it's one of the first memories I have mm-hmm. is of being obsessed with Michael Jackson, Bob Marley, Earth, Wind and Fire, right? And this obsession has gone on for my entire life. Mm-hmm. It's something that's never left me. Other things have come and gone. I was obsessed with wrestling when I was a kid. Now it's like a lukewarm fire. <laughs> Where I just like occasionally check in on right. it because it's entertaining, but you know, I was obsessed with Street Fighter when I was a kid, mm. and kind of got over that. There's just some things that come and go. Yeah, Michael Jackson is a constant. So, uh, yeah, I'm fully aware of everything that's going on. <laughs> that being said, yeah, yeah, I know. I I mean to to kind of jump off of that. Uh, yeah, no, I was kind of from the same. Uh, same same place as far as fandom goes. I think we grew up in that that pocket of time where it was music we grew up listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, especially his '80s stuff. You know, like uh, we were literally babies when that stuff was still in circulation because it was so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Stuff's real tough again. <laughs> Being stuff, a Michael Jackson fan. Tough again. I don't know, man. I mean, it, it, it really is kind of the same exact situation wherein um, it's something that everybody is aware of. Then something sensational comes out and kind of re-sparks the fire. And in this case, it's uh, Leaving Neverland, one of two documentaries that are coming out this year. Mm-hmm. This one on HBO, right? <clears throat> this one was on HBO. Right. This was the HBO one. Also premiered at Sundance. And uh, it's a pretty damning documentary mm-hmm. about some pretty harrowing details. Yeah, it, it features two uh, two of the accusers, uh, yes. right? Yes. In particular. Uh, one was a dancer, I think. Yeah. And uh, the other one just like a fan. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's... I mean, the problem with this, I mean, there's obviously similarities to the R. Kelly case. And I'm going to sound like 
Uh, an apologist. <laughs> I was going to say a monster. <laughs> yeah, probably that too. I'm not going to... Okay. <clears throat> I'm not going to sit up here and say that uh, Michael Jackson was a normal dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Jackson is not a normal person. I think he would admit as much. I don't think he would though, man. No, I don't think he no, would. When, no. you, when you see interviews with him, dude doesn't really seem to understand I'm just a how dude, strange dude. he is. Yeah. He's just... I don't think he gets it. I mean, he... He denied the extent of his surgeries until like pretty much his death. I don't mm. think he ever admitted to the extent of plastic surgery. That's, he said yeah. he would say things like, yeah, I've had a little bit of work done on my nose and stuff like that. It's like, motherfucker, you got an entirely new face. <laughs> right. It's like you're not a you're not the same person. No. What are you talking about? Let's hold up a side by side. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if he's ever I wonder if he ever. No, nah, I'm not even going to go down that road. Um. <clears throat> Okay. Like, like Chappelle. Just say it. Just say it, damn it. Nah, just... Nah, man. <laughs> we gotta know. I just wonder, like, if he ever... If he ever just looks in a bathroom mirror with, like, a picture of young Michael, mm. and he's, like, looking at his own face, mm. and just, like, you know, like, just having, like, an episode, uh -huh. just staring at what he was and mm. what he is now. Because, you know, he has had body dysmorphia yeah you know like it never oh, I mean, was right yeah and I, I mean that much is is obvious you don't have to be a psychologist to to see right. that in in his transformation yeah. really you know but look okay look <clears throat> i'm not gonna i'm not sitting i'm not gonna sit here and try to paint him as a of the victim here okay mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is uh he was acquitted. He was acquitted. Yep. Not because they couldn't prove. It's not the same circumstances. Like, it wasn't like a video where they were like, it kind of looks like Michael, but we can't prove it. Like, there was like mountains of evidence that he didn't do anything. Right. There was, in fact, the guys who are accusing him mm -hmm. in this documentary in particular are two of the people who got him off in the first place. Yeah, I... Th well, don't use that phrase. Uh, yeah. Jesus God. Christ. Damn it. Uh, I, I heard that... Two of, of the guys who jacked him off in the God first damn place. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard that of especially... Like, specifically one one of the guys was like... He was on the stand testifying for Michael. Yeah, the dancer. Right. Uh, he, Wade Robson, I think his name uh -huh. is. Wade something. Right, right. And, and he was... He He's was, like a star fucking witness. Yeah, he was there saying that Michael didn't do anything wrong. And, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Up until his death, he was like... You know, Michael's an inspiration. He's my hero. Right. You know, he's the reason that I dance. Well, and now, of course, the Jackson family is is uh, coming out and saying, well, <clears throat> these guys didn't come out until they needed the money for it, basically. Yeah. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying is like they're in financial, they're having financial problems. Right. And now all of a sudden we get a documentary mm -hmm. about. And, and saying like, you know, they're, they're just kind of piggybacking off of the Me Too movement and you know, the current zeitgeist of calling out celebrities and, you know, all that, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's easy to, you know, it's easy to dismantle this thing on both ends. Because if you look at Michael Jackson, you look at his behavior and uh, just everything surrounding him. I mean, it, you know, he's just not a normal guy. He just no. doesn't look good. No. It just doesn't look good. No. And the whole, like childlike uh 
aesthetic that he always went for is just it makes people uncomfortable yeah i mean it's weird it's yeah. weird man it's fucking weird right but <clears throat> i don't think being weird is enough to you know go down the road that people want to go down it, it doesn't but it makes it much easier a pill to swallow yeah definitely you know yeah um so i feel like that's that's a lot of what's going on right now is like mind you neither of us have watched it you've told me that you don't want to watch i'm it. not gonna watch it um i just there's no reason to i understand what they're gonna i've read i've read all the stuff i've mm-hmm. i've here's the thing i don't spend my time on the internet doing a lot of research okay <laughs> that much is clear my <laughs> friend but with that being said i will say this when it comes to michael jackson i did go through a lot of stuff mm-hmm. like the court cases the evidence against him the evidence for him things like that right um the reason that he was acquitted like i've done I've done the rare amount of research that I wouldn't do on anything else because right. I just don't give a shit. But yeah. with Michael, I did give a shit. Yeah. So I did the research. Right. If anybody's willing to do the research, this is, I'm not going to say a non-issue, mm-hmm. but like it's, this has all been proven already. Right. And that's the thing about like, you sound crazy because when you look at what's being sensationalized right now mm-hmm. like if you see a documentary you're like whoa it's a fucking documentary right but then but let's look back on like okay blackfish for instance right blackfish comes out and everyone's like fuck sea world mm-hmm. and then you do a little bit of research just a little bit of research and you're like oh maybe i was a little little harsh with that mm-hmm. just a little harsh because a documentary is inherently from someone's perspective. Yeah, yeah, of course. And there's no way around that. And these, whenever they, people try to make a documentary, they try to make it as fact fact based as possible. But they fail almost every time. Well, it's not. I don't think that's even true. I think that people make documentaries uh, in order to. Well, they have prove, a point. Prove a point, right? right. They, they have a they point try to, in mind. They try to prove that point with facts, sure. But yeah, you know, they're they're going to heavily. <clears throat> heavily use facts that that prove their point they're not gonna you know show half of the documentary based on the other side of the story right well i mean yeah how, how often is somebody like i'm gonna set out to make a documentary on this thing and then once they do enough research and they go oh i was wrong and i'm gonna turn around and make a different documentary yeah well I they mean, should that would that would be interesting i i'm sure it's would been be done before i think I'm, I'm sure it's been done before where like midway through a documentary it they think it's going to be one thing. It turns out to be a completely different thing. I think that's thing. what happens in the Flat Earth documentary. Mm. Like, um, he's the guy, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm not mistaken, the guy sets out to prove that the Earth is flat. He does an experiment with, he does this light experiment where um, light passes through two points, and if the Earth is flat, the light source should just go right through right. these two points because it's flat, right? Yep. If you're on a curve... You would have to raise the light source Mm -hmm. because I'm on a curve, you're on a curve. It would have to raise to meet each other, right? Right. And um, I can you guess what happens? (laughs) (laughs) You want to take a wild guess? Wait a minute. He has to raise the light source, and uh, hey, what are you shushing? No, we're still on. You, you, who gives a shit? I already said that you were supposed to be on here. 
That was Tarani. He that was interrupted Tarani. the show. He did. Hey, it looked like he had food. I want some of that. Food. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, he had to yeah. raise the light source, kind of proved flat Earth wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the documentary ends, but I just saw that clip. Mm. He becomes so. an astronaut. <laughs> right. I think they all. I mean, they all should. That's what they should. If you're a flat earther, you should become an astronaut. No, it's it's uh, yeah. You know how this would end, right? Oh. Anybody who get who goes into a space shuttle and goes up and comes back down, uh, if they were to say, "Yeah, you know, I saw that the Earth is curved, crazy," they go, "Oh, you're you're just yeah." A, the rest a of them would now. be like, "Oh, you're you've been indoctrinated, right?" The or thing, well, the thing is, or they, they would go up and go, "Oh, that was clearly all faked." You didn't yeah. actually take me to space. Right. That's all bullshit. Well, they say um, they say that uh, it's not just that there's a uh, that, that the Earth is flat, but that NASA is part of this conspiracy to mm-hmm. keep people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the whole the whole thing is uh, <clears throat> that there's supposed to be like one world government, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. this is just one piece of the puzzle to get everybody to believe in. Uh, one world government because like basically the the short the short theory the short answer here is if you can get everybody in the world to believe in a crisis that can affect the entire world like an alien invasion for instance Mm -hmm. then everyone would come together and they would all consolidate power right exactly it's It's, exactly that's exactly it it's watchmen and it's bullshit right (laughs) it's like there's no way that that would ever happen. Not, I mean, just with the way that human beings are. Well, there's no at, way that that would happen. Look at the Cold War. Like, right. The, the the Russians set up a a, a dead man switch mm-hmm. so that even if they were completely ob- obliterated, they would send off nukes too that would blow up the rest of the world. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So there's no there's no uh oppor- it just wouldn't happen. So that I mean, even that theory alone is busted just Humans by the suck. fact that like human exactly human beings suck. Right, we're selfish. Going back to fucking R. Kelly and Michael Jackson, human beings suck. Yeah. I re- you know sometimes I fantasize about I fantasize about Michael Jackson. Mm. No, I fantasize about Michael Jackson being like a normal dude and like what his career would have looked like, yeah. what he would have looked like if he was just like a normal dude who accepted mm. his vitiligo. And just, just, just being like just a Smokey just, Robinson or something. Yeah, just like a normal, but yeah, right. just a normal soul singer from the fucking 70s in the 80s. I mean, obviously he's mega, super, yeah. like over 9,000 popular. Right. And I wonder what that would look like. A guy who accepted his skin condition, mm. um, accepted the pain of his childhood, yeah. And, you know, dealt with those things in a normal, healthy way. Like, would we, would he have been the artist that he was? I, to me, his music doesn't scream pain other no, than no, no. history. Right. That album. I've told you about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, like, listen to history. You're going to hear some fucking pain. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do, like, a deep dive on it. Sooner or later, I'm going to, like. A two-minute review, maybe. I, yeah. I'm going to really give people the juice on that one. But right. before that, you don't get pain from no, his no, no. music you know yeah and i mean he didn't write a lot of his hits either so that's true um he yeah he wrote some rod temperton wrote a lot of them quincy wrote a lot of them so yeah uh but yeah you don't so you don't get catharsis no and i don't think he ever got catharsis no no, no. i you know that's that's 
why maybe uh, people need to just talk to professionals sometimes. Yeah, probably. You know, like may, uh, how different could have things been if he was able to work these things out with a psychiatrist? What a world, you know, what a world, what a world if we didn't have all these, all these jokes about him, if he wasn't like this, like as, as Chappelle would say, this ghoulish like <laughs> creature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to live in that world. <clears throat> yeah, it would be nice. Well, suffice to say, you know, uh, we're already kind of seeing the, the the consequences to this. I don't know if you read this, but um, um, this came out today. It's a lot of radio stations are pulling his songs now, hmm. which is hilarious because who gives a shit about the radio? No, <laughs> like, yeah, no. I don't want to listen to the fucking radio. No. Uh, but it could be, you know, it could be the sign of things to come. Like, people turn on Michael Jackson. I mean, there's a lot. Like, he has a huge fan base still. Yeah, of course. So it's going to be hard for, for them to like, not like R. Kelly, like R. Kelly, people fucking turned on his ass. Right. Well, and, and that's the thing, too. I think a lot of people are more sympathetic to Michael Jackson right now because he's dead. That's what a lot of people are saying is like, man, can't even defend himself. Right. You know, so, you, you know, you can't go after a guy who's it's, you know, we talked about triple X tentacion. Right. And that was another guy where people, a lot of people were like, look, man. He may have done those things. He may not have done those things, but he's dead now. You can't, right. you know, he can't defend himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, my answer to that is, I mean, there's, there's evidence against him. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. It's literally in a court case. Yeah. At the time of his death. But I mean, he admitted to it. There's yeah, literally right. recording of him admitting to it. So it's kind of different, but kind of the same. I get where people are coming from. Yeah. But I would never, I would never want to relate the two, Michael Jackson and both musical genius. Triple X. <laughs> yeah. According to, Triple X's fans, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's difficult. It's difficult. <sighs> Life's it's hard. hard. Mm-hmm. Life's hard. Life's fucking hard, man. Life is fucking hard. <sighs> should we review the beer? I think we should review the beer. Let's review the beer. So, <clears throat> these brewskis are uh, compliments of this guy who keeps walking in and out. Is there anybody else in this house? Um, This is the Creature Comforts Tropicalia IPA Compliments of Max and DePlug Who is now on the podcast But there's no The other mics Say hi It's it's not in the How's it going everybody In and out In and out In and out When are you um, When are you leaving Uh, In a little bit Yeah Yeah That sucks Mm -hmm. Yeah So you're just gonna drive Straight from Straight right now To to Georgia? Mm-hmm. The man never stops. The man Georgia. never stops. <clears throat> but uh, we're going to go ahead. I'm glad you're here now because okay. we're about to uh, review the beer. So yeah. OBC is take it away, sir. Uh, this was uh, delicious. Kind of kind of juicy, mm-hmm. uh, which I like in my IPA. Um, yeah, just a, a really solid kind of, uh, as the can elicits, a tropical... IPA flavor, which I really dig. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean it's pretty pretty simple, uh, pretty simple review here. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm gonna give it a very very solid four point five. 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 Um, hmm. Well balanced. Yeah, so. I'm kind of kind of teetering between a four point five and a five. Yeah, that's why I said very <laughs> solid. Yeah. Rock solid. I think I may just go give it a four point seven five. Ugh, I hate you. <laughs> Don't start that again. <laughs> We're gonna do it. Four point seven five. It's it's really like it's the the thing about 
you take an IPA and you mix it with like that fruit flavor. It's mm-hmm. always like a grapefruit. That was like it's like a sour fruit that people use yeah. with IPAs because it works so well. Or citrusy at least. Right. Problem is when you get something like uh, like Funky Buddha, for instance. Right. Like where where a brewery will like just go a little bit too far and it just becomes like a juice, like a grapefruit juice that tastes like beer. You're like ah, but this is really well balanced. I wonder mm-hmm. what they used. I think it says on the um, little uh, case. Oh, what they the the actual beer that they yeah. used? Or I mean the fruit <laughs> the that, they used. Beer that they used. The beer, the beer that's in this beer. Oh God, it's Coors. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> they wait till it sours. Yeah, they just they they pour in some citrus juice. <laughs> that's it. Yikes. Uh, but it's yeah, and 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 um, we got it on there. We do. Yeah. It's, let's see, uh, Tropicalia is a balanced, soft, and juicy IPA. A hop aroma of citrus and ripe passion fruit leads into a full fruit forward hop flavor yeah. that washes over the palate and ends with a subtle bitterness. There you go. As I said, thank you very mm-hmm. much. Did say that. That's Did literally what I said. That was my entire review. <clears throat> it's definitely uh, it's 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 well balanced. It's delicious. Four point seven five. For sure. Nice. For sure. Nice. For nice, sure. nice. Um let's see. Yes. Oh, I get to do a review. Yes, please. Uh, so, Tropicalia. Uh, when I first moved to Athens, uh, Georgia, the first beer that I was introduced to was this Tropicalia. Uh, Creature Comforts is uh, not the biggest brewery uh, in Athens. However, um, they are downtown, so it's definitely easy accessible. Uh, this mm. beer is a favorite for most people. Uh, this beer is any bar you go into. This is a beer of choice, mm. and it's a beer that's always either in a can or uh, ready to go. It's easy nice. accessible, and uh, for that reason, I mean everything about it. It's nice. It's a nice uh, solid IPA. Mm-hmm. It's got the citrusy flavor um, with it that works well, so it's not overpowering. Um, and just like how it looks on the can, it definitely gives you that feeling like. Um, you know, almost like you're, you know, you're in a tropical area, you know, you drink it, it's fruity, but it's not overwhelming. Like you said, it's not sour, you yeah. know, or, or it's not, you know, taken to a point where it's more juice than it is an IPA. Mm-hmm. And I like it. And, uh, I'd have to go, boy, I hate to be the one that, uh, <laughs> that does it, but, do uh, it. oh man, oh, just do I'm, it. I'm very much so teetering between the, uh, the 4.75 and the five, man. Mm. Go Only with your heart. Go with uh, your heart. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? I'm going to have to go with the 4.75. Okay. Okay. Uh, which, like I said, uh, you know, based off what everybody says, it's kind of a weird number. But I think it's, I know it's not four, five, you know, mm-hmm. but depending on, you know, where you line it up, you know, is it a five? I'm not 100% sure. Right, I think right. that some people would say maybe it's a five, depending on how many times they've drink it, you yeah. know, in reference to other um, other beers in its caliber ranking. Yeah. But uh, it's definitely a solid 4.75. Yeah. Right. yeah. Fine. You know what? 4.75 for me too, okay? <laughs> That's why I meant by a strong 4.5. I know we we're splitting digits here, but okay, 4.75. You know what we do yeah, around here. It's fine. Uh, you know, one thing I'll say, it, it kind of – in a way, and exactly like you you mentioned, was it kind of uh, seems almost like in Athens, what is down here like a high lie, 
where you mm. find it most places and it's like a go-to IPA. Um, you can definitely still taste the IPA flavor in here, which is what I really appreciate, but also have that tropical flavor. So that's the beer review. There you go. Leave Unanimous 4.75 from me, Max, and Obi. This has been the One Baron Podcast from myself, Marco Dupo, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. Our special guest, Maxim the Plug. For like two seconds. <laughs> When it thank, counted. Thank you guys for listening. Like, share, and subscribe on all of uh, the Everywhere. social media platforms and whatnot. Um, drink delicious beer mm-hmm. and have a beautiful evening. We love you. Mm-hmm. Oh, stupid.